section forty seven of principles of geology this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by dion gines salt lake city utah principles of geology by charles lyle chapter nineteen part five dorsetshire devonshire at lyme regis in dorsetshire the church cliffs as they are called consisting of leas about one hundred feet in height gradually fell away at the rate of one yard a year from eighteen hundred to eighteen twenty nine an extraordinary landslip occurred on the twenty fourth of december eighteen thirty nine on the coast between lyme regis and axmouth which has been described by the rev w d conybeare to whose kindness i am indebted for the accompanying section the tract of downs ranging there along the coast is capped by chalk which rests on sandstone alternating with chert beneath which is more than one hundred feet of loose sand with concretions at the bottom and belonging to the green sand formation the whole of the above masses reposing on retentive beds of clay belonging to the leas which shelves towards the sea numerous springs issuing from the loosed sand have gradually removed portions of it and thus undermined the superstratum so as to have caused subsidences at former times and to have produced a line of undercliff in eighteen thirty nine an excessively wet season had saturated all the rocks with moisture so as to increase the weight of the incumbent mass from which the support had already been withdrawn by the action of springs thus the superstrata were precipitated into hollows prepared for them and the adjacent masses of partially undermined rock to which the movement was communicated were made to slide down on a slippery basis of watery sand towards the sea these causes gave rise to a convulsion which began on the morning of the twenty fourth of december with a crashing noise and on the evening of the same day fissures were seen opening in the ground and the walls of tenements rending and sinking until a deep chasm or ravine was formed extending nearly three-quarters of a mile in length with a depth of from one hundred to one hundred fifty feet and a breadth exceeding two hundred forty feet at the bottom of this deep gulf lie fragments of the original surface thrown together in the wildest confusion in consequence of lateral movements the tract intervening between the new fissure and the sea including the ancient undercliff was fractured and the whole line of sea cliff carried bodily forwards for many yards a remarkable pyramidal crag off culverhole point which lately formed a distinguishing landmark has sunk from a height of about seventy to twenty feet and the main cliff before more than fifty feet distant from this insulated crag is now brought almost close to it this motion of the sea cliff has produced a farther effect which may rank among the most striking phenomena of this catastrophe 
the lateral pressure of the descending rocks has urged the neighbouring strata extending beneath the shingle of the shore by their state of unnatural condensation to burst upwards in a line parallel to the coast thus an elevated ridge more than a mile in length and rising more than forty feet covered by a confused assemblage of broken strata and immense blocks of rock invested with seaweed and corallines and scattered over with shells and starfish and other productions of the deep forms an extended reef in front of the present range of cliffs a full account of this remarkable landslip with a plan sections and many fine illustrative drawings was published by messrs conybear and buckland cornwall near penzance in cornwall there is a projecting tongue of land called the green formed of granitic sand from which more than thirty acres of pasture land have been gradually swept away in the course of the last two or three centuries it is also said that st michael's mount now an insular rock was formerly situated in a wood several miles from the sea and its old cornish name caraclaus in cows signifies according to carew the hoar rock in the wood between the mount and newlin there is seen under the sand black vegetable mould full of hazelnuts and the branches leaves roots and trunks of forest trees all of indigenous species this stratum has been traced seaward as far as the ebb permits and many proofs of a submerged vegetable accumulation with stumps of trees in the position in which they grew have been traced says sir henry de la bache round the shores of devon cornwall and western somerset the facts not only indicate a change in the relative level of the sea and land since the species of animals and plants were the same as those now living in this district but what is very remarkable there seems evidence of the submergence having been effected in part at least since the country was inhabited by man a submarine forest occurring at the mouth of the parrot in somersetshire on the south side of the bristol channel was described by mr l horner in eighteen fifteen and its position attributed to subsidence a bed of peat is there seen below the level of the sea and the trunks of large trees such as the oak and yew having their roots still diverging as they grew and fixed in blue clay tradition of loss of land in cornwall the oldest historians mention a tradition in cornwall of the submersion of the lioness a country said to have stretched from the land's end to the silly islands the tract if it existed must have been thirty miles in length and perhaps ten in breadth the land now remaining on either side is from two hundred to three hundred feet high the intervening sea about three hundred feet deep although there is no authentic evidence for this romantic tale it probably originated in some former inroads of the atlantic accompanying perhaps a subsidence of land on this coast west coast of england 
having now brought together an ample body of proofs of the destructive operations of the waves tides and currents on our eastern and southern shores it will be unnecessary to enter into details of changes on the western coast for they present merely a repetition of the same phenomena and in general on an inferior scale on the borders of the estuary of the severn the flats of somersetshire and gloucestershire have received enormous accessions while on the other hand the coast of cheshire between the rivers mercy and dee has lost since the year seventeen sixty four many hundred yards and some affirm more than half a mile by the advance of the sea upon the abrupt cliffs of red clay and marls within the period above mentioned several lighthouses have been successively abandoned there are traditions in pembrokeshire and cardiganshire of far greater losses of territory than that which the lioness tale of cornwall pretends to commemorate they are all important as demonstrating that the earliest inhabitants were familiar with the phenomenon of incursions of the sea loss of land on the coast of france the french coast particularly that of brittany where the tides rise to an extraordinary height is the constant prey of the waves in the ninth century many villages and woods are reported to have been carried away the coast undergoing great change whereby the hill of st michael was detached from the mainland the parish of bourneuf and several others in that neighbourhood were overflowed in the year fifteen hundred in seventeen thirty five during a great storm the ruins of palnell were seen uncovered in the sea End of chapter nineteen part five